Welcome back to Your Brain on Positive. All the love and support you need is residing inside of you. And we're going to make it easier to turn it on. Well, you're in the right place. You've been at your ideas. You've been pushing. You've been persevering. You've been persistent and maybe sometimes even persuasive. What helps you stay patient as your idea begins to grow and develop and spread roots and bear fruit? To help us understand the journey that allows for that to happen, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, George Ishi. I met George before George was George of Millionaires by George, and he had an idea that small steps could create big results. So, hey, George, unmute. Let's have a chat. Well, hello there, Jackie. Hey, George. You know, it's really interesting for me because I remember when the whole small steps to big results was an idea, just a concept. And it had nothing to do with money. It just had to do with helping people take consistent action. So when did it change? When did you figure out that what people really needed to take action on was their money? Well, it, it, it all became my small steps to big results. I realized that, that people, when they have dreams, their dreams seem so large and so far hard to get. But if you break it up into little bitty steps, like, you know, when you walk on a journey, you know, you can go a hundred miles, but you have to go a step at a time to do it. And people just know that by instinct. And I started to say, well, you know, the thing that struck me, because I was in sales and marketing my whole life mm. and, and I always was fantastic. I always wondered why people struggled with money. And, you know, because I would, I would ask the question, is there enough money out there? Yeah, there's an unlimited amount of money, but what keeps everybody from not just going and get it? And part of it is they, they didn't know how. Number one, they needed, they needed direction and guidance and a roadmap. You know, if, if I get in a car and we go a direction, you know, it's, it's okay if I got a map, but even at nighttime, you can only see your headlight can only see 100 feet ahead of you. And then it's pitch black. So that's an important point, because a lot of the programs that I've studied had me focusing on my big goal, on my North Star, on where I was going to end up. And what you're talking about is, yeah, know where you want to go, but focus on what's within your control. And one other fascinating thing is if you built a roadmap of where where somebody, your listeners or somebody are today, and if you looked back two, three or four years ago and said, now that you're here, could you draw the map backwards to three, two or four years ago? And could you map it out? And then I said, well, if that if you can do that and you know that works, then why not take the map and go two, three or four years ahead and draw it back to where you are today. And then you have a roadmap. 
And yes, you have to change direction as you go and modify, but that's what an airplane does and a pilot does because they just keep the pings and they keep, they keep changing. So it, it's all common sense, Jackie. But well, if sense was common. All right, George, I'm an, I'm a old, I've been around a while. If sense was common, we would not have wars. Well, that that's, it's, it's common, but it's, but nobody's painted the picture. So let's paint a great picture for people today. If you could paint the picture of what's possible for everyone listening to this episode of the Your Brain on Positive podcast, what's possible for people if they are willing to sort of reverse engineer their vision? Well, that's a great question. And the the thing is, everybody wants more. Okay, they just don't know how. So the secret is, is to find somebody that tells you how. And, you know, one thing I learned about in sales is the best, the best thing in sales is called a referral, right? But what I realized when somebody refers you, it's not really the person that refers you. It's, it's all the proof that they provide to somebody that says, Yes, Jackie was good. I got results from her. It worked for me. It was easy. It was cost effective. And that information is what they're really looking for. So if you can get the knowledge that's handed to you, and that's that's what you do, Jackie, and I love your positive approach to life because you give all that to everybody. You know, you give them the answers in advance and and then they just decide do they want to implement it or not. And that's and most people, when they have that belief that it will work for them, too, then they get excited and go do it. So maybe that's my way to answer your question. Uh, all right. So believing that it will work for you. Yes. Believing that you're the right one to take something and teach it, to take an idea and share it. That belief, George, I think you've hit upon the key for all of what is making what you're doing in the world so special and why it was like, okay, I have to have you on the show. You believed that small steps would yield big results and then you reverse engineered how to become a millionaire. Yes. And you put that into a sequence that is easily followed, easily implementable. There's no barrier. I mean, what is it like $5 for people to play with you? Yeah. And it's, it's not about the money. It's, it's, it's about, you know, it's six inches from success from, from this side to this side and what's in between. And once you grasp how to control that or get a path in your brain, it works because you always, you, you always dream of it first and then you believe it and you have things to believe it. And what your process and my process does, it erases that subconscious piece that people can't get to. The thing that stops people, makes them hesitate and double where they think and ponder and all that. Well, once you believe something, you commit to it and your brain says, your subconscious says, I'm going to do this come hell or high water. And nobody's stopping me. And everybody, if you if you ask your audience if they look back at everything they've ever succeeded at, they first believed it and then committed to it. And those two ingredients 
then made them thrive to get the result. You hit upon something really important, believing that the outcome is not just possible, but probable. If you follow steps, if you let follow a path that someone else laid down. So many people, George, are going it there alone these days. They are trying to go out into the entrepreneurial space. They're going out into the coaching and the consulting space. And they're trying to do it alone because they don't believe that other people are willing to give guidance, that other people are willing to share what works. And then along comes you and you're like, you know, let me just break this down for you and share it with you. What I'm wondering, because I know you, I mean, your life got derailed last year. And what I'm wondering is that when life handed you a near fatal, totally horrific, mind shattering car accident, what did it take for you to come back from that, to keep with your vision of helping other people become millionaires? Well, my, my belief is very clear because what I developed and put together, because I've, I've studied sales and marketing all my life. And I put together this program that as we develop it and launch forward and build it, it'll last for generations. The concept in the concept for me, which, which I think is very profound, is I, I look at families. And when you're raising your children, your long term goal dream is to get your children successful. So when it's time that they have to leave the nest at 18 or 20 or 30, you know, whenever, whenever they leave, you want them to be successful. And as parents, we 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 commit our whole life to, to building them to that moment. And this program is now something where you can teach your children how to become financially independent. So when they leave the house, you never worry about them with money ever again, because they have the confidence and the, and the methodologies and, and the belief because they've already done it. And you, we turned it into a game that you can play with your kids. Even that's, that's one Avenue that really just turns me on and excites me. That just lit up your whole demeanor. So the question I have for you, how young, how old is old enough? How, how old do kids need to be before they can grasp these concepts and well, play this game? You know, it can be at a fairly young age, 5, 10, 12, you know, okay. at a very young age because it's a game, you know, wow. and it's something even 14, 15, 20. You can even go back to your kids that are grown up that might be struggling you know, and they can't pay the bills or they want to buy a house and housing would do great. Or they're doing well and now they've got kids of their own and they don't know that they're going to struggle. Right, right. You know, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's people, even at that age, they go for this thing called an MBA. Mm. And that's an MBA. If you think about it, it takes two years of total commitment, you know, 30 hours a week. You, you go into debt 50 to $100,000 or more. And then when you come out, what do you have? You have a piece of paper that says, good luck, go make your first penny. You know? Really? Okay, so a master's in business administration is what you're talking about. Yeah. And um, it doesn't come with a guaranteed income? Oh, absolutely not. It it now it does help 
that people have that, they can go out and interview and say, I got an MBA and potentially get a little bit more, but it takes a long time to pay back that hundred thousand dollars. And with our model, the difference is we we have initials, you know, that I call it an MBG. And I, I tell people, you know, why do you need an MBA when you can get an MBG? Because with our program in two, three or four years later, when you're going through it, doing it part time, you know, a couple hours, a, you know, a week, then you come out and not only do you have the wealth in the bank, but you have the knowledge to do it over and over and over again. And that locks in that belief in that that way that you can then go out and even help others, because that's the second thing that everybody deep in the heart wants to help other people. Oh, yeah. We love to help other people. I mean, you ask a three-year-old to help you with something. Oh, goody, I get to help. Yeah. So we we get that we all love to help other people. And you said something really profound because this is not about your program as much as it is about the fact that any person, any human who has kids or doesn't have kids, you're of a certain age or you're just starting out, it doesn't matter. At Mm -hmm. some point, the reality of life is going to hit that says, oh, money gives me more options. Education gives me more options. And no matter what the education is, no matter what the amount of money is, the point is it gives you more options and more ways to help other people. So the power, George, of helping people recognize that wherever they are right now is good enough and they can get started with using systems, whether it's the Millionaires by George system, whether it's the MBA system, no matter what it is, you can start right where you are. And by taking incremental actions and judging the effectiveness of them using this little bit of discernment, people can change their lives. Because while we may overestimate what we can do in a year, humans underestimate what we can do in three. And I I tell people, and this is one of my profound things is, you know, you can believe that you can start to change your life starting right now and believe that and say, do you think you could do that if you really committed to it? And People go, oh, well, I've never been asked that. But you know what? When you make that commitment and say, I'm going to change my life starting right now, and you start to see the results, then all of a sudden, you know, see, in our program, one of the challenges that we do, we have a, we have a little piece at the beginning, we turn it into a game that actually rewrites your subconscious blocks that you do in the first 10 steps. And it just erases them and replaces them. And until, you know, we all were scripted with this little, these, these blocks as a young age. And unless you ever replace that information, it'll never change. But we have a way now that we can replace it. And it's so minor and it's so minuscule that the subconscious just kind of ignores it. And then we replace that data and it goes, oh, okay, I got it. I believe it. I'm not going to bug you anymore about it. So now, now you're speaking my language because you know me. I love retraining the brain. I like things that trick the subconscious into 
supporting what the conscious. Oh, you're a master at it. So I, I, I compliment you for that. Uh, thank you, George. The 10 steps. So let's just take people on a really quick journey, not on the actual steps, but on the concepts behind them. When they decide that they're going to do a process to change their lives, to build their wealth, and they make that first decision that says, okay, I'm going to do something. What's the second decision? Well, you know, the first decision is they've got to have enough. I, I, I don't know. You could call it pain or drive or fed up, or there's, there's something that's just got them says, Oh, I, I got to change. I, I don't that know. Muffler, what that muffler commercial. Yeah. I'm not going to pay a nut my lot for this muffler. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to live. I, Scarlett O'Hara. They have to have a Scarlett O'Hara moment. As yep. God is my witness. Yep. And then okay. and then the brain just decides I've got to do something. And that part of your brain called the reticular activator, it starts searching. It starts looking for answers 24 hours, you know, while you're sleeping, awake, et cetera. And it's seeking the answers that you've got tucked away. And that's that's how you make that decision. It finds it or you hear something like a commercial, maybe a commercial for your stuff or or you you hear something to the webinar and come to our webinar and you go, oh, my gosh, there's an easy way. I got to do it. And then then you just make that gut feeling and say, I'm going for it. And everybody has the ability to make that decision that says I'm going for it. And when they do, it becomes fun. Making decisions opens the doorway to fun. I think that that's probably the most understated truth I've ever heard. Making a decision opens the doorway to fun. Yeah. People think that when they make a decision, because decide means to cut away, you know, that people think that, oh my God, that means I'm giving up all of this stuff. No, it means you get to enjoy what you've chosen. With no angst, if you're willing, if you're allowing for the decision to actually decide, if you're allowing for it to cut away what you haven't chosen, then you've got all your energy and focus on what you have chosen and it becomes fun. But what if you can make a decision and it didn't include pain? Tell me more. So when, when you decide, people, people decide and they, you know, they, they debate within their brain about all these you know, well, the pros George, and cons we, there. we were programmed by music, you know, say yes to one and leave the other behind. <laughs> Did you ever have to make up your mind? Yeah. And yeah. so once you want the power of decision is something that all of us were born with. We just haven't learned to tap into it as strongly as we're able to. We've done it instinctively. And when people look back to their successes again, it started with a decision. And then when you decided there's no, you know, there's no looking around left or right, it's forward. You don't know how, but that's where the reticular activator kicks in and opens up doors and those doors open in and you, you take a step and another door opens up and you keep going, but your decision is already cemented in. I love that we are back to where we started with the idea of headlights. You don't have to know how beyond the next step. And when you take the next step, your headlights can see further down the road. You're shining on the next possible options. And then you make the next step. 
and your headlights can see further down the road. Many, many people think that they have to know the entire journey before they can get started. And George, I love the fact that you are such an advocate, such a messenger for this idea of if you know the next step, just do that. Yeah, I, I, I tell people, picture your journey is a set of stairs, but you're going down the stairs. And from the top, you can see the bottom stairs and the landing. That's your result. But you only can go down one step at a time. If you try to go 10 steps at a time, you tumble. But so you always take one step at a time and you might hold on to the railing just for security. But that's that's how you do it all the time. You always do it one step at a time. It's mandatory. Well, I love that. I always thought they got the game shoots and ladders backwards. You remember that game from childhood? No. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember this one? Okay. I'm, started, I'm older than that, Jackie. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you started at the bottom and you could hit a square. The, the, the whole game went like this. And you could hit a square with a ladder and you could climb up and skip uh. part of the journey. Or sometimes you'd hit a square that was at the top of a slide, what they called a shoot. Mm-hmm. And you'd slide down and you'd have to repeat that journey. And I was talking about it with someone and they're like, Jackie, you got the rules backwards because the way I was describing it was you start at the top. And if you hit a place with a slide, you got to skip a section. And if you hit a place with the ladder, you had to climb up and repeat a section. So I had the rules totally backwards in my head. <laughs> and when they explained to me that I had them backwards, which is no surprise, I was like, holy crap, what did we learn as children playing this game? We learned that to succeed was hard work. You either had to sloth your way around or you had to climb a ladder. And that to fail was fast and fun. Sliding well, down. Yeah, and the, the, the other thing that I always like to kid around with is, is we have to take action. But I, I define action in a different way than most people. Oh, do tell. Because if you look in the dictionary, the way you spell action is A-C-T-I-O-N, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's all wrong. You have to take that I in the middle, pick it up and move it to the front with the space. And it says, I act on. Ooh. And it's Ooh, just, you just rearrange the letters and it changes your whole life perspective. I act on. Yeah, that's action. That's action. I act on. I love that, George. If people, if you are listening, if you decided there was one thing that you were going to act on tomorrow, you can feel free to put it in the comments on this episode. You can pop it into the Your Brain on Positive Facebook group. You can share it in any of the communities that we have in common and out in the world. Because what if everyone listening, everyone that you all know who are listening, what if each of you chose one thing that you were going to act on tomorrow? I think the key you said to that, tomorrow, pick one thing that you're going to take action on and complete. Don't worry about all the other steps after it. Make a commitment 
I'm going to own this one act. Maybe it's making your coffee. Make it simple. Maybe it's walk around your house. Maybe it's walk a block. But just take one, one small thing and act an accomplishment and then celebrate that accomplishment. Like you just won, you, you won the lottery, you know, really enjoy it. I really believe that you've hit upon something. Celebrating the fact that you did something outside of your norm, that you took oh, a absolutely. different action and then let people know. We call it the power of 20, a 20 circle the 20 people you would call to celebrate a promotion, to celebrate a raise, to celebrate winning the lottery. Um, Actually, no, maybe not the people you would call to celebrate winning the lottery. Just (laughs) the people you would call to celebrate winning a promotion, a raise, or an award. Okay. those That's the power of 20. And I think, George, that if anyone listening decides to act on something tomorrow, that maybe there would be even one or two people that they would call up and say, you know, I just did something for me. Or, you know, or what a good dream, you know, a good twist for that is ah, tell them to tomorrow to decide one person they're going to find to provide a compliment. Mm. Now they got to search. There's there becomes a little bit of fun. So we invite you all to go on a hunt, find one person to compliment. Go into your dreams, find one thing that you can act on, take action on, that you can act on tomorrow. And how many people could you possibly celebrate that with? So this is the path. So George, you've been on this journey for a while. We've known each other for more than a decade. And I love the clarity that you have of helping people understand that becoming a millionaire starts with taking one action on something that will move them forward. So everyone, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of this show. George, thank you for showing up. I'm looking forward to our next conversation because I know you're going to be bringing in some case studies and you're going to be bringing in your panel of people who are already millionaires using your process. And so you guys have something to look forward to as people tell their stories of the journey to being a millionaire. And if you want to be part of that journey, just check out the links below. We've got people who are going to make sure that they are in the show notes. So, George, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jackie. Thank you for turning on and turning up your positivity. We know that positivity is easier to maintain in a community, so we have one. Join our community on Facebook, Your Brain on Positive. If you've had an aha from the show, please head over to the community and share it. We love to celebrate wins. 